Friends and family, what's happening? It's your man D Steel, and it's Friday. So you know what that means, right? It's time to talk about my week in crypto. <laughs> this is a new segment for me. I'm doing this because in my six months of being involved in cryptocurrency, like physically involved, like I got my money in this situation, like so many others, my friends, my family, my folks have no idea what's going on out here. <laughs> I mean, it's funny, but it's actually not funny at all. And so what I've decided to do is to use the documentation of my story and in my life from a wealth perspective, you know, to talk about this element of how I'm building my wealth profile. The thing is, man. There is a whole other economy that's being built in this space. And the old economy is actually hating on it. If you read all the articles and listen to the news, they'll find a thousand and one ways to try to tell you how this is not the way to go. There's a lot of reasons that come with that. But at the same time, this is the frame that some of my folks are actually looking at this scenario through like you might have heard about bitcoin from your grandma because she was watching the news or the homie lonnie from down the street was talking to freddie who actually got bitcoin and he telling you that you need to get involved and you have no idea and lonnie ain't even got none he just trying to tell you what's good right <laughs> you just trying to figure out how to get started that's what this is about i want to just share my process my thought process my strategies to even learning about what's going on in the sphere so that you can use it to your advantage. Now, I want to be very, very clear. I am not a licensed professional. I am an amateur. I'm not here to tell you what you should do, what coins you should be investing in. This is not about a should thing. This is about what I'm doing. And hopefully the information that I have can be used to your advantage however you feel feel fit to actually use the information okay so don't be going out there talking about oh yeah well Derek told me that no he didn't Derek did not <laughs> this is my disclaimer I'm not the one but I am telling you that there is something happening over here and I just want to provide an avenue to put it put it to you plain put it to you simple in a way that's easy to digest and easy to understand all right cool now me I've known about Bitcoin actually since like 2009. I had an intern when I was an engineer at Northrop Grumman. They paired me up with him. He was telling me, it's all he talked about all summer long. In fact, he started writing a blog about it, inviting me to the blog, and I have been learning ever since then through him. Now, did I get involved? I could probably shoot myself in the face because the answer is no. <laughs> And it was like a dollar, less than a dollar back then. Now we talk about like upwards of over $12,000 a coin. Jesus, Derek. Ah, I could, uh, yeah. Anyway, the point I'm making, though, is that this has been happening for quite some time, quite some time. It wasn't until it was brought to my attention about probably six months ago. It clicked. It's about the blockchain, not about Bitcoin. 
The blockchain is the technology. That's where all the change that is going to be ushered in is going to happen through. Bitcoin is just a currency, but the currency is built on the blockchain technology. See, blockchain is the third iteration of the Internet. OK, I'm going to keep it really, really simple. OK, the first iteration of the Internet was like AOL. When we was on AOL message. Remember that? ASL, A6 location, what's going on? How, you know, we're talking to people, talking to each other. And the, the early uh, dot com boom of all the websites that came about, that was the first iteration of the internet. Second iteration of the internet is the way we use it now. In fact, I'm talking to you through that medium. I'm using Anchor app and all these apps and uh, social media, all of that is the second iteration of the internet. Here's the problem with those first two iterations they are both severely insecure they're insecure because the information is centralized in certain locations that are easily found everything that we put on instagram videos pictures are all centralized on facebook's networks and same thing with facebook in fact money wise this is the reason why targets and the walmarts and the home depots all getting hacked because all the information about their consumers is all centralized on their servers. The centralization of information is what has made hacking part of the culture of the internet age. What blockchain does is it decentralizes the information and how it's shared. And because of that decentralization, it makes it way more secure. Which means that there is an opportunity to share data, information in ways that we were never able to do because of the extra encryption that comes with the blockchain. Now, I know I, I'm talking I'm talking real, real tech talk, but I think I'm keeping it simple enough. It's about the fact that the information, the way it's shared on the blockchain is not shared in one place for people to be able to find it. In fact, my name when things are shared, it's not even tied to it. It's the, the transactions are encrypted by a series of numbers and letters that I only know. <laughs> I only know my keys. Right. It's like, you know, like going, going to the house. There's no locksmith that can get into my house because I'm the only one who has the keys. I'm the only one who can send information to and from my account. There's no bank. There's no, no, I am the bank. That's the beauty of the blockchain. And currency is just the first thing that's being disrupted. There's so many other industries that are going to get disrupted by this technology. The businesses that we know today probably won't exist 10, 15 years from now. And I say 10, 15 years because this is not something that's going to happen very quickly. It's happening over time. Mainly because the people who have the controls on the way things are shared and the economies of today don't want them to change, which is the reason why when you read articles about these things, it's usually negative. You feel me? So don't as you're looking up things, look up the blockchain, learn about the blockchain, not necessarily about Bitcoin, because if you understand blockchain, then you'll really get Bitcoin and all the other coins that have been built on top of the of the uh, blockchain platform. There's other companies that have created other iterations of the blockchain. But listen, that's what you need to learn about. Okay, so did you look it up? Mm -hmm. 
You looked up blockchain, right? Mm-hmm. Really? Mm-hmm. Great. Okay. So now that you looked it up, you, you know a little bit more now, right? Mm-hmm. All right. So now I can talk about the week. I can talk about what happened this week. So this is the middle of January. And I found out this week that for the last three years, at the end of the year, something significant happens to create a tremendous amount of growth across the cryptocurrency sphere. And then in the middle of January, something happens and there's a tremendous dip. I mean, when you look at the, the records, if you look at the graphs of all the different currencies over the years it's almost identical (laughs) when you look at the dates and times okay well what happened this year is that the governments in south korea and china were cracking down on cryptocurrency isn't that crazy they were like no you ain't doing it here in fact china was like absolutely not we not allowing it at all and and they put in laws in place that basically caused a, a panic across the, that part of Asia. Okay, so a lot of people were selling off what they had and getting out of the system. But you got to understand, this is a global network. People around the world are involved in cryptocurrency. So when something like that is happening in one part of the world, what do you think is going to happen to the rest of the world? Is it going to go up or is it going to go down? Yeah, it's going to go down, right? So that's what happened around the world. People were selling off. Now, the loyalists, the people who have been here and are here for the long haul, which is like what your dad is. I'm I'm here for the long haul. We, you know, we're going to hold. We're going to stick around and we're going to we're going to ride this out because first and foremost, we are not over leveraged. I would say to every single person, do not put money into the situation that you are not willing to lose. Please do not put up your rent money because you will lose your house if you're not careful, <laughs> if you're not paying attention. Don't put up any money that you're not willing to use, lose. In fact, for me, I have a strategy that uh, over the, the last year um, in 2017, 2016 and 2017, I know. Well, mommy and I have been working together with the budget. And so we had... A significant part of the uh, the budget, yeah, like that, right there. See the budget? Great. So I have a line item that I was able to pull out of our family budget to be able to invest in this, which is actually inconsequential to everything else that's going on in the house. You see? So I'm okay with losing this money. So we were holding on for the long haul. But because all these people got out who were, you know, playing a short game and maybe even day trading with this, it basically created like a Black Friday of cryptocurrency. (laughs) Everything was on sale. So me and my friends who are are in this with me, AJ, if you're listening, what's up, my G? Uh, We have a strategy and this happened to fall into the time frame that we buy in anyway. So we just basically bought what we normally would, but we got more value out of it because everything was on sale. So here's the point. Here's the key out of everything I just said. Because this is a global thing, you have to be paying attention to what's happening all around the world. Okay? And there's this is not a regulated situation. So the companies who are involved in the blockchain don't have to tell you what they're doing, at least not up front. So there's people who are watching and paying attention who do the reporting. You just have to be reading all the news. Now, 
What I have done is on Facebook, there are a series of different groups that you become a part of, that, that at least I've become a part of. Um, Juneteenth, uh, Black Cryptocurrency Group. Um, there, I mean, there's a couple of them that I'm a part of. And if you want to know, just hit me up. I'll, I'll definitely give you that list. But when you become a part of these things, you'll have these uh, administrators of these groups who are always giving out information. The members of the groups are always giving out information. I'm a reader. So I listen and I watch what's being shared. I look up the information around whatever may be shared and I figure out if it's something that I want to be involved in. So that's my strategy and that's my nugget. Get involved, find the information, learn the information and then invest in a way that makes sense to you. All right, I'm going to wrap it up here, man. This was great. I had a lot of fun. Thank you for listening today. I'm going to do this every single Friday. And I'm telling you, at the end of the day, this is all about one thing. And I say it all the time. Live legend.